And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Keeg, where we go over this week's new releases of comic books uh, that come out in your local comic shops. If you want to find a comic shop near you, comicshoplocator.com. Find a comic shop near you. Uh, Support your local comic book industry. It is Thursday, June 22nd, 2023. We're here to talk about this week's releases. For those of you who don't know, new DC comics come out on Tuesdays. New Marvel and indie comics come out on a Wednesday. And we're here on a Thursday on the 22nd of June, 2023, to talk about everything that came out this week. DC, Marvel, and indie. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. And we also got Manny Hondress. Manny, Manny Reads Comics. What's up, man? How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me again. Ready to talk some comics. There are a lot of comics this week. <laughs> a lot. And I let myself down because there are some that slipped through my fingers this week. And I wanted to. I wanted to read all of them. I read a good amount, but not enough. It's never enough. Right? No. Yeah. There's never enough. I, uh, there, there was a lot of, a lot of comics that came out this week. And then, um, between you and I, like, we, we've read enough. I don't think... It uh I don't think the the show uh will fall apart with us missing a couple of comics each. We we covered a good percentage. Yeah, yeah. Um for anyone out there who's watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the keeg show or youtube.com slash the keeg show. And if you're listening to the podcast, uh you are listening to us wherever you get your podcast from. We're all over the place. Um many uh what were the what were the books that you read this week? All right, here I go. All right, <laughs> in alphabetical order, oh. I read the Avengers. Okay, Batgirls nineteen. Uh, could I could I actually because I I I'm trying to do this more to show more respect for the third party uh, publishers. Could you instead of alphabetical order, could you separate it by publisher? Absolutely, I think. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, i'm just yeah, throwing no, this I, at you i'm sorry <laughs> you know i wasn't ready no uh so yeah. okay marvel i got avengers number two uh bloodline daughter of blade uh number five hallows eve number four miles morales spider-man number seven scarlet witch annual number one and uh ultimate invasion number one uh for dc comics i did batgirls 19 uh Batman Superman World's Finest 16, uh, Nightwing 105, and Titans number two. Then we go into Image Comics. So for Image Comics, I got Bone Orchard Mythos Tenement number one, uh, Rogue Sun 13, Saga 65, Aftershock Comics, I think I only have one, that's Chicken Devils. And for Boom Studios, I have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 109, and that's it. I think I got awesome. all of them. I have I have questions about the ones that you've read that I haven't read. I have questions about them, um, which we will get we'll get to. Um, out of all those Make ones that you read, um, actually, no, I should probably say what I've read, and then we'll go over our picks of the week. Um, from DC Comics, I read. Nightwing 105, Batman Superman World's Finest number 16, Titans number 2, uh, Superman 5, and that's that for DC. For Marvel, X-Force 41, Ultimate Invasion number 1, Avengers number 2, Scarlet Witch Annual 
number one, but they're all all the annuals are always number one. So it's technically Star, uh, Scarlet Witch Annual 2023. Um, and then Miles Morales, Spider-Man 7 and Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We definitely got a couple in there that I don't read. I'm like very curious about them, but I just never pick them up. So I'm curious like about about some of the ones that you you read. So we'll we'll go over that because I think it's like I love new recommendations, you know. And lately, I've been recommending so many uh, indie indie books that I'm just like I, I feel like I have I'm definitely shifting more to indie as as I get more and more into this hobby. I will dabble in indie only for the most part only on recommendation um and when i say in indie i mean like third party publishers not dc not marvel but like i like ip stuff so like i i i will read like mighty morphin power rangers number 100 like it's on 109 right now so like nine months ago i read the hundredth issue i read a lot of it up to shattered grid and then I didn't read after Shattered Grid. And then I read issue 100 just because I wanted to know what it was like, you know. Um, but I I, I kind of treat it kind of like video games where it's hard for me to just randomly buy a video game. Unless like I know the characters or like I kind of know what's happening, you know. Right. Which is what I was going to say about indies. It's just it's. To me, it's better because there is no history to the characters. You don't yeah. know the character, so you're you're learning. It's it's there's no hype, just build up. It's just a dice roll, though. Better. It's a dice roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. There's a couple of books in my collection back here that I'm like, ah, I wasted my money a little bit. <laughs> that, yeah, that story wasn't that great. That's why I'll I'll take it on recommendations, and there have been great recommendations from you, from other people that have come on Comic Talk, but like Stray Dogs. I never would have given Stray Dogs a, sh a chance if it wasn't for the recommendations of the people on this show. And that that one actually blew up for some reason. It's kind of like a, a eight billion genies, also. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I may be in the uh, in the minority here, but I didn't think that was that that book was that great. Which one? Uh, uh eight billion genies. I haven't read oh, okay. Stray Dogs yet. Oh, but eight billion genies. So it was. It was a good concept, and the first like two issues were great. But as it went on, it just it dragged on, and in the end, I'm I'm happy I read the story, but it I wouldn't recommend it honestly. <laughs> like it just it was a story. Yeah, I think I think it went off the rails because it kept going forward into the future, right? Uh, and it got right. kind of off the rails a little bit away from the premise because I mean, even though it had to do with the premise, because it got so far into the future. It, it it's it gets further and further from that like ground zero point where everybody gets their wishes right, right? but yeah stray dogs is way more straightforward like yeah, i've heard nothing but good things about it and the yeah. few things that i've read on it, it 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 looks good i need to pick it up i just haven't yeah um but uh i'm glad that i got you i got others but i i, I do like shared universes i like intellectual properties right like and if i if i you know about. uh like there's a new scar there's like a scar book disney villains is like its own ongoing kind of comic wanting the the covers for them like the covers for all these disney villain books that in from yeah. dynamite 
they have been really great. They have almost yeah. never been dynamite. But yeah, it's weird. They are dynamite, but like Marvel has Disney, but I don't think the Marvel as a publisher wanted to take it on. Maybe right. There's certain like Disney and Marvel that. properties that end up getting passed to like a, a third party publisher. It's also like a question that I had because Image Skybound they're about to start doing GI Joe and Transformers. Yeah. Wait, that's still owned by IDW. I, I think, think IDW uh, gave it up. Oh, really? That's what I heard. Well, yeah. So there's the Energon verse. I think that's why. Yeah. Like, they gave it up. So then now Image is doing the Energon verse. Well, is right. it Image? Skybound. It's Image, but like, Image is the, the umbrella, and then it's like Skybound. It's, like, Skybound is the publisher, but distri distributed through Image? Yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really through there. Much I don't know. I, I just know um, the image. The image logo is on it, and then right below it is the Skybound logo. So it's still image, but it's its own faction of image. I guess you yeah. could say. Because Void um, Rivals number one came out what this week or last week? Last week. Okay, so it looks like Void Rivals is Image Comics. Skybound is um Robert Kirkman's sort of. Yeah production company uh kind of like how miller world is mark miller's and that's through image too right and it's through image yeah it's interesting i i kind of like the idea that image is the home of multiple creator owned universes right so like they have massiverse as well and i i think what's master massive oh massiverse Masters, you're, oh yeah, you're right yeah and that's image who does that well. The the only thing that that massive verse does not have under image is its own faction. It doesn't have skybound. I think image has another one. I can't remember what it's called. It's like like the logo is like a pair of eyes or something like that. I, I can't remember. Okay. Um, but but yeah, so like massive verse has its own thing. I think it would be pretty cool if they had their own faction though. Same yeah. Thing. Like we're talking imprints, right? They're kind of like their own imprints. imprints. Thank you. That's, yeah, that's what it is. Because Marvel right now has the 20th century. It's not 20th century Fox anymore. It's 20, just 20th century. Uh, that imprint. Are you familiar? They got the Planet of the Apes, Predator, Alien. Those three, because they were Fox movies first. They're their own imprint of Marvel because Disney owns Disney owns that now. And so the comic book versions are under, it has a little purple 20th century logo on the cover because it's its own like imprint of Marvel. I didn't know that. I, I knew that it was under Marvel. I just didn't know it had yeah. its own imprint. Yeah. It's I not a shared universe it. though. It's not between yeah. the three. It's not uh, Alien and Predator is its own universe, but Planet of the Apes isn't with those two. But it's just its own publication publication imprint, kind of like how Vertigo used to be its own imprint of DC Comics. Right. Yes. Okay. You know. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. So, um, what is your pick of the week? For me, that had to be it. It was really close between Rogue Sun thirteen and Nightwing one hundred five, and uh, in the end, Rogue Sun won just because. They had a very touching moment in the book, mm -hmm. uh, but Nightwing was so close because Nightwing had that POV. So I'd rather just talk about Nightwing because it's 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 
it's more enjoyable. It's it's happy good, you know, where yeah. Rogue Son is like, let me bring you down a little bit. No. Wait, Rogue Nightwing... Son did a did a POV? No, no, no. Nightwing oh, did. Nightwing did. Yeah, yeah. So Nightwing, uh, Nightwing POV, 105. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, and I, I loved it just seeing everything. One thing that really caught my eye was <laughs> in the beginning of the book uh-huh. when he's just getting ready, he's like brushing his teeth and then uh, his sister calls him to like, hey, that we need we need your help. They get dressed, and I feel like I was like, did Batgirl really take the time to put purple lipstick on? Because like in oh. one panel she's like she just woke up, in the next panel she's completely dressed up as Batgirl, but she's got that purple lipstick. And I was like, did she really? <laughs> so, I didn't like, realize I that. How, I wonder how long uh, Dick took to uh, to get dressed that she had that time to put the the, the lipstick on. It's like, come on, let's hurry up. But, yeah. Um, one thing also I did catch was in this point of view he crashes through a building yeah um I, and I, I wish i could say i caught it because i was paying attention but no this is just comments that i read online i i caught this building, i think i think i know what you're going to talk about the people no. you're talking about the people yes, the people yeah yeah, yeah. no I, I did not catch it i i was reading comments and then i i saw the comments so i went back up and the people were the off the people from the office. Like it was so funny. The artist drew the office, the cast of the office in the office in the building. Yeah. Yeah. And Dwight's the one that's like, what's like he's the cussing it, like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> but you, you see Jim, and then in the uh, elevator, you see um uh, it's Karen. Her name is Anne. Oh, Karen, you're right. Yeah, Karen. Anne, you're thinking, thinking Anne for a part of Rick. Yeah, I yeah. Rick, yeah. But her her name is Rashida Rashida, Rashida Jones. Jones. Yeah, That's right. Karen um, Phillips in the elevator. She's in the elevator with him, and she's like, "It's a big fan." So, is that a reference to something? I couldn't I couldn't catch it if it was like but whether she, Rashida in, Jones herself is a Nightwing fan. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Do I'm gonna know look it about up. her, or if it's like maybe she did like some kind of movie or or an acting gig that had like Nightwing or or Batman properties in it. Because she's the only one that talks to him. She just looks at him and, and like, just like, hey, I'm a big fan. And he's like, hey, thanks. And and then that's it. Then he leaves. And the story was pretty good. I really liked the the whole premise of, like, Batgirl switching identities with the with the villain. The little yeah. back and forth. What that are they called? That, um, Double Dare? Double Dare. Yeah. Yeah. And the back and forth that she had with Nightwing and, and Batgirl was like, oh, really? You, you're having fun catching them? <laughs> like, yeah. Catch and grab, like that was right? Catch and grab. Yeah. Yeah. That was the joke. That was a good. And that and it comes back at the end of the issue, which was nice. This was like a really great self-contained issue. If you've never, if you haven't read anything from Nightwing and you pick this up, it's a self-contained issue. So it's a good book. Yeah. One of my favorites. Uh, I... This issue was just really good. The art was amazing. And the fact is, Bruno Redondo always pushes himself. He didn't have to do a point. He didn't do have to do a point of view issue. But he did from the eyes of Nightwing, which is wild. Um, And the only time you see Nightwing in this book is when he sees himself, you know. In like reflections and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you... He didn't have, he could have just done a straightforward book. Just like there's that one issue that, that he did for Nightwing where it was all like a mm-hmm. side scroller. It was just one constant movement. There was never yeah. any breakaway. So it's kind of like a, like the daredevil scene 
where the the camera never breaks away. That's basically what that issue was. With but in the whole the comic, constantly up. Yeah, yeah. It was so nice. wild. Oh, Which, it's so good. I think I don't know if you've seen it, but someone has actually has the side by side of all of it uh, on their wall. Like they made a frame of it all through their wall. Like I want that's it. Pretty nice. I I want that now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you can do that. You just gotta rip up, rip apart the copy you have and. You have to Make buy doubles. Happen. You have to buy double, not doubles, doubles. You also have to buy doubles oh, and yeah. rip those because the back-to-back pages That's true. have to be up. But that would be cool to line the top. Like nobody ever puts posters up near the like the, the your ceiling, but you could yeah. put them up like along your ceiling. Go across. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you're if you have a room big enough for just one constant I mean, it'd be 20 only. 20 something pages right yeah it's a... yeah i think i could put one on one side that. if you have like a rectangular room it might work but yeah the art in this is amazing the story was fun um kind of cute kind of sexy you know yeah. um they, there's they some kept it. what's that i was gonna say they kept that pretty light you know like, yeah it was, it, was, it was just fun nightwing works the best as a lighthearted character in a brooding city as opposed to a brooding character in and of himself i will say i did have one negative about this issue i just remembered um it does i said that this was kind of like a self-contained issue but it does pull from the overall um story with the story of, of of the villain yeah heartless comes in yeah. Nightwing doesn't know who he is, but Heartless uh, comes in, and even though Nightwing doesn't know that he's the villain, he is still the villain of this story because he, him as his persona is is a rich billionaire who is yeah. who has access to medicine and is selling it at, at high cost, and whoever can't pay for it isn't getting it. And Nightwing goes in to talk with him. And he offers him a drink. Uh, the the bad guy offers him a drink, mm-hmm. and Nightwing drinks it. Drinks it, and yeah. we see it from the point of view that he drinks it. And I'm pretty sure that that's gonna come back and bite him. In some yeah. Time. But I'm just like, why do people accept drinks from from villains? Any, it's any funny. It happens, it's like, funny why? that you mention that. Is because I don't know if you read the Scarlet Witch annual. Uh, oh yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, that was also a drink. That was also a like a drink problem, you know. But that the difference there was that it was Darcy that gave her the drink, so but she wouldn't think that Darcy yeah. would drug her, right? So right. that's fine. And it was like a little sleight of hand thing. Yeah. But whatever, it, it was her drink, so that's the difference there. I don't know. Maybe just the the lesson to be learned here is that anytime you're around a a villain of any kind, just don't drink anything. Um. <laughs> Nightwing was your was your pick of the week, right? That's a good pick. I uh it it's between Scarlet Witch Annual number one from this, you know, this year, 2023, or Batman Superman World's Finest 16. And I'm gonna have to pick Batman Superman World's Finest because it used to be that three of my favorite comics came out in the same week. They used to have Nightwing, World's Finest, and Flash always coming out in the same week. And that was like my favorite DC week because they were like three solid titles. And now they moved the flash to another week. But uh, these two are in the same week. I just thought that like Nightwing, awesome. 
no problem there. But Batman Superman World's Finest is Dan Mora's art is. I think that's what makes it, honestly. Yeah, the art it is does. exactly what I was about to say. If it was a crappy artist, like, I, I, I'm not going to call out any artists, but there are crappy artists out there. Um, it wouldn't work. It just, no. like... And, and it's the uh, the the fact that this is, like, set in the past, so we get to see these uh, costumes from... that The classic costumes, basically, like Hal Jordan's uh, white gloves and everything. Like, yeah. that was... That was and that was Barry too. who saves Robin out of the Batmobile. That was very... I love that. And yeah. The the banter between Green Arrow and, and Batman. <laughs> it's just a good book. Like Mark Wade knows how to write these classic characters really well. I mean, Mark Wade is one of the best. Yes. If he did get paired up with a bad artist, I would still read it. It would still be a great book. But it's S tier, you know? elevates it the art truly elevates it it just it's another like wonder woman amazing like she she was there for like maybe two three panels but she still forget what she does all she did was like go in there and say like announce that the justice league is here and then she um goes to to morrow's house and and, like barges down the door yeah but like (laughs) she like the, the art just truly, she truly captivated that moment just because of that art. Like, yeah. You know what's cool about Mark Wade? Because he's been writing for the industry in a, a long time, but I, no doubt he also reads comics. Like yeah. some artists oh, don't, like some 100%. writers and artists don't read other people's stuff because they're too busy working their job. It's their job to write, right? But it's not always their job to read. Um, Mark Wade is an encyclopedia of knowledge. He will bring in the most random characters. You know? Like Dr. Cyber or whatever. Yeah. Right now, we have a whole bunch of, like, the villain. Like, it's a Mezo, new Mezo. We got T.O. Morrow. Like, I haven't heard yeah. T.O. Morrow in a long time. Uh, and then all the people that, like, that got kidnapped. Those are names that you don't hear very often. Yeah. Dr. Cy... Like, they said all the robot specialists whether they're villains or not. So Dr. Cyber, the B guy, whatever his name is. I don't know. I didn't even know who that was. I forget. It's like something Larvin. Like, it's like, I don't want to say his name is Marvin Larvin, but his name is something like that. It's like, it's like Stuart Larvin, the, the B or something like that. Golden B or something, you know, Um, whatever. But like, because I think he has like robot bees or whatever. It's such a deep cut, but Mark Wade knows what he's doing. And I, I've mentioned this on previous episodes. I was originally hesitant about this series. How uh, 16 issues ago, I was hesitant because it takes place in the past. And both Marvel and DC have had limited series that like show like past adventures of a hero, whether it's Spider Man in his like college years, but like, you know, or, or the thing had a series that took place in the past and um, they just weren't good. And I didn't care. Cause I know that like what's come to pass has already like, whatever, like, what can they do? You know? One thing I like about this, it's like, he, he could have made a story 
said in the past and and done whatever he wanted. But not only did he does he do that, he also brings it up in the in the current yeah terms of of whatever stories of of Batman of Superman they do talk about what's happening in these books. Or the most obvious one is the whole devil of Neza, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't really like him as a villain. I didn't yeah. like that whole Lazarus, whatever storyline. But it was cool to see it bring, brought back up because of what happened in World's Finest. And it yeah. didn't seem it didn't seem like it was a pushed event. When it when they brought up like, oh, Lazarus events happening in this because of those things that are happening in World's Finest. I was like, oh, that's that's cool. It, but it didn't seem forced. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know how to explain that. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Also, I mean, it it benefits from DC have like being like in the infinite frontier kind of era, where like this new world has it so that like all these heroes have existed, right? It's like they didn't reboot the universe; they kind of like put it all together, which means in Batman Superman World's Finest that Supergirl has been around. Like, she is not only a character, now she's a character from the past. Which, and then they they show us new things, like Dick Grayson and her going on a date. You know? And the date which going was, wrong. Which was fun. Was, yeah. That's one of the, the, top, uh, the top issues from this series so far. Yeah. Uh, this, I like this arc, though. Mm. Like, it starts off with the death of Simon Stagg. And is Metamorpho the 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 villain, or is he the killer? And then it's like, no, this is actually there. Like the twist is like it's Amazo or Numazo or whoever. Bring it back to the art, like this, the storyline plus the art. It really does feel like it's a Saturday morning cartoon that that I'm watching or I'm I'm reading basically because mm-hmm. it just feels like I'm watching Justice League Unlimited again. Yeah. I like it best when DC can use all their characters, right? Like when it's not like, oh, you can't use X, Y, and Z because we have a movie coming out. And we don't want people to get confused. They used to do that with like Justice League Unlimited and whatnot. They used to like, I like full toy box DC because it's not something we get that often. In the movies, we don't get it because they keep trying to like start back from to the start and it's like like i want a world where the doom patrol exists at the same time the justice league and the titans exist they're all different stories they they need to do that they just need to just start they are though because right now yeah or you mean in the in the in the movies in the movies oh yeah 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 which they're 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 gonna kind of do that with the gun with the gunniverse you know. uh, we'll see. We'll see. I have hope. I have I have faith in James Gunn. Actually, we'll see. I don't want to go down that negative. Okay, <laughs> I, I I just watched I just watched Flash, so I'm like, uh... no, but the, the Flash is not James Gunn. I get it. I know. People are blaming know him, and he had nothing to do with it. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying, like, it's just classic DC. It's, I know. <laughs> it's, it's because there's no singular vision. There's never been a singular vision. It's been a problem. Let's, let's just hope that Gunn is here for at least 10 years. At least. Well, his contract so, is for three something. or four or something. So he has to time. do... I know, no, I know. But like he has to do a good enough job in those four years and want and be treated by DC right for DC and him to both agree to extend the contract. 
but yes, I would hope that James Gunn's there for 10 years. I would hope. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, we'll see. That's that's that was the success of, of Marvel, right? I mean, all the way up to, to Endgame. And then after that, I mean, it's still building up, but it's just not the same anymore. I think it's just we've been saturated so much with with uh, superhero movies that it's just not the same anymore. And it's just a new game. But every and both sides are just trying to figure it out at the moment. I think so people ex- expect. I think Marvel fans, ex- the problem with Marvel fans right now is that they expect that they're supposed to like 100% of Marvel stuff. And I think the goal that Marvel Marvel's strategy right now isn't to get everybody to like everything. The goal is to get everybody to love at least one thing. Because Back to what you were saying about the yeah. toy box thing. They really are like, hey, here's another one of my toys. Here's another one of my yeah. toys, whether you like it or not. But then they can bring them all out at one point instead and of they're testing it too right like yeah. if people don't want the eternals back they won't bring the eternals back they just you know they have the option to they don't have to you know yeah. but like there are so many people who didn't watch the mcu until wandavision i mean but it makes sense because they weren't appealing to those demographics you know what you say that that's that's right that's my that's who you're talking about is about my wife like she didn't care about any of the movies but wandavision she saw the set and she was like oh this is kind of cool let me watch it and then all of the easter eggs everything that they talked about just over her head and i'm looking at her like how do you not know this (laughs) i talk about this all the time (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like come on listen to the podcast you know right exactly but but like i mean not everybody is gonna like start with Iron Man one. Yeah, you know what no, I mean. Not it's anymore. not for everyone, but like there there are people that love 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 She Hulk, you know. And I liked She Hulk, though I have like my own personal gripes about continuity, like just in general in the fiction that I that I like to consume. So personally, it's not my favorite, but the fact is, it's other people's favorites, and that keeps them in the MCU. Those people, it keeps them involved in the MCU. You know? I think that, like, yeah. not all of us are going to like everything. I think that that it's okay not to like Miss Marvel. But if you say Miss Marvel was crap, I don't agree with that. You know? Yeah. I would say Zeb Wells isn't a fan of Miss Marvel. <laughs> oh. No? no, we talked about this on, like, a couple episodes ago. It was... And Ms. Marvel, she's coming back. Did you? We know. We know. We know she's coming back. You, like, no, but there was you saw, did you see her doubt. on the cover of, yeah. of the wedding? The I wedding, did a TikTok yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, uh, a friend of mine pointed it out. I, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, even before that, like, we knew she was coming back. Like, it's not, it was like the worst kept secret. Right. I, I, yeah. I knew. I mean, they're not going to keep her dead. And then her movie comes out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But which is you know, sometimes Marvel good. though, they, they can't time out their stuff right. Like they just had a secret invasion limited series, which was like a sequel. I don't mm. know if you read that one. It was like a Maria Hill led secret invasion limited series. And I read it and I liked it. It it's more like what the show is probably gonna be like is like yeah. a ground level invasion threat um 
But the fact is, is like that series started and ended like six months ago. Like, why not now? Like, they should have released it now with the show. That's great. I, I would at least think that it was it would go at least two weeks into the like when the show started. Right, like, a little bit of overlap, three right? Yeah, some overlap, right? Huh. But I mean, the Flash just hit the eight hundredth issue, and the movie came out in the same month, which is great. Except the eight hundredth issue was all about Wally West, the Flash that yeah. people actually care about. You know, Barry. Mm-hmm. Barry's not that great <laughs> as a Flash fan. Yeah. Barry's not that great. I disagree there. I like Barry, but really? the movie Barry, Barry in the movie is not Barry. That's, oh, Barry in the movie is not Barry. I would say I would say maybe that's Bart, but I don't want to put that on him. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I, I think Bart's better than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. But, all right. So, uh, what are what are some other good comics that you that you read? Um, doesn't have to be pick of the week anymore. So oh, let's talk about you liked. Let's. Oh, that I liked Scarlet Witch Annual. No, no, go ahead. What do you want to talk about? Oh, well, I was going to say Ultimate Invasion. It doesn't, like, not that we, like, liked it or not liked it, but I feel like that's a big one. We should probably, we both read it. It is, it is setting up a big event, and, I mean, people love the Ultimate Universe, and so. Uh, People loved the the Ultimate, right? Like, it was certain parts, like, people who say the Ultimate Universe was the best thing ever, I don't agree with. But the people who say the worst thing ever, it had really good parts to it. People loved Ultimate Spider-Man. People love Ultimate that's Spider-Man. What it, that's what it was. Like, it, and it, Ultimate Universe is great because it has Ultimate Spider-Man. But The Ultimates was good for the first two Ultimates. So The Ultimates and The Ultimates 2 were good. Ultimates 3, no. Utter crap. Utter crap. But like, and Ultimate X-Men... For me, as an X Men fan, like that got me into reading comics. Ultimate X Men came out when I was in in, uh, in junior high, and I uh, it was the one comic I would buy a month. See, I I don't have any connection to the Ultimate Universe. I, the only thing that I've read from Ultimate Universe is the death of Spider Man. Like, okay, and and basically just seeing Miles Morales's origin but that was it that's all i heard so i don't have any connection but i think it is kind of cool that they're bringing it back and one thing that i do like to is the little small detail of anytime we see anything from the ultimate universe the font changes from all caps to to um small letters yeah and and it's it's a nice little distinction like oh that's kind of cool it's written by jonathan hickman who like i don't want to say he can do no wrong but Jonathan Hickman is the greatest at the science, like Marvel sci-fi, like high-end sci-fi, like high-concept science fiction with twists and turns and layers and stuff. Jonathan Hickman is one of the best, you know? Um, and then they brought back the same artist who did The Ultimates, which is Brian Hitch. Uh, and not uh, You're not a fan? Not a fan of that. I'm sorry. That, Do you I not like you Brian Hitch? I do not like Brian Hitch. I actually like Brian Hitch is on my list of like. Mm, really? If I see that, if I see the art immediately, I'm like, oh, well, this book is not a not going to be a five. Like, no matter how good the book is, it's just not going to be. Why do you hate Brian Hitch so much? I don't like his the faces that he makes. Mm. I think 
also him and and Pasarin, they kind of have a similar style and both how do you spell Pasarin? p-a-s-a-r-i-n and i was okay. i was introduced to hitch in the justice league run uh where there was like a they went to the, the future and they met their kids and stuff like that so that might be another reason why I had oh no that was not a good i remember that justice league like, run yeah that was new 52 right no no that was rebirth uh oh like the, rebirth at the beginning of rebirth i hated that uh, one it was bad so it's like a bad yeah. thing from my mouth hitches hitches a part of that it's just so i didn't i just mm. but the story was all right um for for ultimate invasion did Pasarin do the flash for a little bit yes okay but you didn't like it you didn't like that yeah, one? every time i'm telling you it's the faces like they just look like everyone just looks like they're constantly flexing i don't know if oh, that makes sense yeah, yeah. Just, uh, it's oof, not my okay. thing okay all right that's fair that's fair um i mean i i i grew up with Br- brian hitch on the ultimate but then he did a run of the justice league um uh back in the old not the old times but like early 2000s so he did the queen of fables the the arc where the queen of fables comes like gets introduced like um he did that art oh and then he also did the art it, it, he did like art for like maybe six issues of of uh of justice league i like those issues i got i got like i mean i'm sure the story's good like I, the, the art has nothing to do with the story right but yeah just sometimes like i i just imagine if pisarin was doing world's finest it just wouldn't be the same it just yeah i it mean it wouldn't be as good <laughs> i don't I, you would still read it though. That. Yeah, you it, it wouldn't be S tier. It wouldn't be like next like next level like World's Finest is, but it would still be an A or a B, right? It would still Just, be a great story. Like Mark Wade is still telling the same story. Yeah. So that's why I, I read Ultimate. I knew that um Hitch uh, was gonna be on this, but I was like, I can't can't not read a story yeah. because of the art, right? Um yeah. The a story the the story of Ultimate Invasion is the maker, which is alternate universe. It's the ultimate Reed Richards, who's bad guy. He get, breaks out of his own prison, essentially. And then we see the Illuminati kind of try to figure this out. And then they come at him. And then he pieces out to another universe. That's pretty much it. One ticket was that he went not to another universe, but he recreated the sixteen ten universe. He created recreate recreated the ultimate universe, and it seems at the end, yeah, with Peter Parker. Spoilers here, yeah, a little bit of spoilers, but it seems like he's also changing things. So he's not recreating it to be exactly what it was. He's he's actually doing some some real changes. So he stopped the spider from from biting Peter Parker. So we're not going to get Ultimate Spider Man, right? Um, yeah. Here's the thing, though. The Ultimate Universe already exists. So it was it was deleted. Yes right? and no. So it was deleted at the end of Secret Wars, right? Right. But then in the so there were two miniseries. There was the Spider-Men miniseries where Miles right. meets Peter 
uh, Ultimate Miles meets 616 Peter for the first time. And they Mysterio messes with the universes and the universes collide. And then there's a Mysterio from both. And then these guys have to team up. And so like that one ends with Miles with Peter going on the computer to see if there is a Miles in his universe. Because this is back when the two universes were separate. And there is a, like, Miles in the 616. Then, after Secret Wars, there was a Spider-Man 2. And Spider-Man 2 had them, they were, the universes emerged, they're already, um, you know, they're, they're, um, they, uh, 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 you know, they live together in the same universe. And then the Miles Morales of the 616 is also there. And Miles Morales of the 616 he doesn't look like Miles. He's like a middle-aged man. And he basically his wife or his love died in the 616 universe. And he found his love in the ultimate universe. And now that the ultimate universe has been deleted, that Miles wants to find his way back to the ultimate universe to find his love who's dead. So he brings in, I think some of the ultimates through some dimension thing, but as like bad versions of themselves. And then at the end, he ends up back in the ultimate universe and there's an ultimate iron heart there. There's like, so basically it's an updated ultimate universe. Oh yeah. I didn't read that. (laughs) It ends, it ends with them be like us showing like, Oh yeah. It's still out there. And I remember there was something, some mention of it in, in the Venom book, too, with uh, Don Cates, with the maker going back to the Ultimate Universe. Mm. So, so what is he doing? Because uh, he must, there's no way that, that, who's writing this one? Jonathan Hickman? There's no way that Jonathan Hickman doesn't know that the Ultimate Universe exists already. True, but he could also just be willing to be like oh well we're just gonna forget everything else that happened and we're just gonna start from scratch here no because that uh, would be playing the maker for an idiot right the maker should know if anyone in that universe should know the ultimate universe exists should be the maker i think my theory is that he's trying to create like an ultimate ultimate universe oh, you know what i mean you know what he did say that he he's like i want a place that's my own so okay i so think he wants he to be god of that that's universe my right? own, yeah, when when he said I want a place of my own, I took it as I want my original universe. But now talking with you, I guess yeah, he's just like I'm going to create my own place, like sixteen ten dash one. I don't know. Yeah, it could be like sixteen eleven. You know, like whatever. <laughs> who who? There, you some, want. there was something in this book that wrote sixteen. The code, like the code, the passcode yeah, was one six one zero. To his uh his prison, I thought that yeah. was pretty cool and like the way he brought those people in and he's like oh well you know this will work too and like every everything was was very interesting but at the end of the day this was a very much of an explanation book because it was like it was yeah it was just the first book let's make big things happen but nothing yeah. not much happens yeah yeah, yeah. Then, i'm with you i don't know but I, i'm i'm along for the ride i want to see what happens it's probably going to continue maybe from this where i left off so now we're in this maker verse yeah i I, i'd be willing to bet that the maker is making his own universe and we're going to see 
the actual Ultimate Universe and his universe. It's called Ultimate Invasion. So at some what point they're going to try to they're going to try to come back to the six one six for some reason, which I don't understand. If you have your own universe, why why even tempt anyone yeah. to try to stop you? You you made it. You won. Stay in the universe, right? Well, didn't he end? Didn't the issue end with him being like, "Hey, Reed, if you had the chance, would you erase me from existence?" And Reed's like. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's no like, hesitation. all right, I'll all right, I'll remember that. Yeah. It's such a ball, ah, oh, it's such a baller move to be like, hey, if you had the chance, would you kill me? And I was like, yeah. And it's like, all right. Cool. And See you later. Just, he's just casually talking in front of like what five, six of the most powerful beings in this yeah. universe. He's just like, hey, nice chatting with you. <laughs> he's like, good to know. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, you know, just taking a poll here, who would kill me? Just you know, give him the chance through the, through the portal, like real quick. Uh, yeah, anyway, before I get going, <laughs> you know, quick survey. <laughs> um, also, the, Illumina- uh, the Illuminati are assholes, they've always been assholes 100%. And they're back to the original lineup. And it, I, and did, Black Bolt alive. Did Iron Man like go back to a couple of suits too? Like his suit looks different. Oh, we also don't know when it takes place, right? Like we like where true. does this issue take place? All it says is like a week ago, a month ago, or something. Like so yeah, the first scene, the think, breakout, the original breakout is two months ago. Yeah, you would think that it's talking about two months ago from our present timeline, but yeah, they could get us, they can get us with whatever technicalities or whatever. I thought Black Bolt was dead. I have no I don't keep up with the inhumans. As of the order. death of the inhumans, where they killed a bunch of inhumans, I thought he was dead. All protectors um, don't stay dead. Yeah. I didn't even know he died. Uh, good for him though. Good for him. He's he's up and running. Oh no, he, he lives at the end of he lit. He's one of the only people to live at the end of Death of the Humans. There's a couple of people who live, mm. but then it says Black Bolt and the other heroes die helping Doctor Strange fight Galactus. Oh, but all are resurrected after the battle is won. That is Doctor Strange, mm. Volume Five, Fifteen to Seventeen. Okay, so he is alive. All right, that's fine. I thought he died in the Death of Inhumans, but okay, whatever. Uh, point being is, it's just still back to the back to the original lineup, except. No Xavier, right? Xavier's not there, right? He was there. He was oh, there he is the there. Got the whole little X. Oh, but he has helmet. the. He has the. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he does some kind of brain blast. I, I guess that's what he was doing. Everyone else is throwing out these powerful energy beams, and he's over there. <laughs> I can't read his mind. It's like, well, I guess you're useless, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, like they all attack him from like one. Like one, one spot, angle, yes. Like okay, yeah. Right. It just didn't seem very, very well thought out for the Illuminati. Yeah, they're getting played for chumps. Absolutely. Um, we'll see what happens. A lot of these ultimate books are they're they're like movies. This was just this is the opening scene before, boom, ultimate invasion. Right, like that's kind of. Then uh then the maker comes in, he starts narrating, he's like, let's go through this one last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My name's I mean, the maker. 
I mean, ultimate, the ultimate universe, say what you will about it, but like it rejuvenated the Marvel brand. It made people think about how can we do with this in movie form? It made people believe yeah. in like movie versions of these characters, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then it, it messed up a lot, but you know, at least it was, it's, it's a different universe, you know, that was all right. You gotta fall a couple of times before you walk. Yeah. You know? Uh, let's, let's blast through, um, some of these other ones. Talk, uh, tell me, tell me about uh, a book that you read that you really want to talk about. We'll, we'll, you we'll do some about... like quick, we'll do like some quick blurbs for them. Yeah, now you were talking about how you need like recommendations in, uh, for Indieverse, but you also like a, a its own contained universe. So yeah. Tenement, which is this one right here. Okay. Uh, there you go. That one is part of the Bone Orchard Mythos, which is written by Jeff Lemire and Andre Sorrentino. Um, Sorrentino, yeah. Basically, it's part of their own, I don't know, horror verse. It's, it's mm-hmm. a, and I don't want to say it's anthology. It's like a bunch of different stories. So that they had the Bone Orchard, uh, Black, uh, 10,000 Black Feathers. Uh, this one's Tenement. And then there's the Bone Orchard Mythos prologue. Um, just three different stories that don't connect, but they are in the same shared universe. And they are going to connect in some shape or form. And it even, I think they said something about the fact that it does kind of connect to... Um, what is that other book that they read, that he did? Um, uh, Gideon Falls, Gideon Falls. So it's it's a good. So if you like to be scared, if you like to, it's not even like a like gory story or anything. It's just mm-hmm. creepy, man. It just gives you the chills. It's just yeah. off putting. The colors, Andre Sorrentino, like he his his art is perfect for this. Like it's it's great. Okay. Uh, but so yeah, I definitely recommend Born Orchard Mythos Tenement if you're into that. Um Chicken Devils is another one that's uh aftershock comics. And Chicken Devils is just a fun, silly ride of this guy it, overall, not this issue, but overall the story is about a guy whose only dream in life is to make the perfect chicken sandwich. <laughs> and he opens a restaurant with a chicken sandwich and it's a successful restaurant. And then just one day things happen and uh he ends up becoming a vigilante killing mobsters in his town okay with the, while also with the trying dog. like trying to make a chicken sandwich yeah you know what i think he's forgotten about the sandwich because he's <laughs> trying to stay alive <laughs> okay that's fair. like that's how that's the fair. story opens and okay. stuff but like it, it's just him making dumb godfather quotes at all times there's the scarface quotes but he is literally mowing down the the mafia and like uh, the cops don't know what's going on. The the mafia is just like, who is this guy? <laughs> it, and it's just a story about him trying to get out of it. Like he's like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how I started this. I'm trying to get out, but I can't. Once I think I'm out, they keep pulling me back in. Like he's he's always quoting it. So yeah. it's very fun. And the in the art, I don't know who uh Mattia Monaco. It's it's really good. I definitely okay. recommend that. Yeah. Really? Like you think you think I would like it? I think if you like quoting random movies at random times and you like a little bit of senseless violence, um, you want to be aggravated by some side characters that, you know, you're supposed to like them, but some of their actions, you're just like, oh, my God, you're so annoying. But you're you're actually driving the story forward a little bit. I think yeah. so. 
I think okay. you might like it. Chicken. Okay. The first the first volume is Chicken Devil. And so this might be a little bit of a spoiler, but the second volume is Chicken Devils with an S. So I don't know if that tells you anything. But Wait, that. sorry, sorry, repeat that. What was that? No, the, the first volume is Chicken Devil, and the second volume is Chicken Devils with an S. Oh so you can make your you can make your own guess assumptions of what that means. Okay. But, uh, find out. Okay. Read, read and find out. All right. But um, are you are you reading Guardians of Galaxy number three? I'm not. I'm not. You you need wait. Are you a fan of Guardians of Galaxy? The comic. I like the movies. I like the movies. Have you ever have you read I, I each comic? Each run of Guardians has like a different feel to it. So you got to find mm-hmm. like the run that that like works for you. Um, one of the most the most recent runs is like an expanded roster of like a super it's almost like a super team for space like that was a previous run this run is is a little darker and dealing with basically Groot for some reason has turned into this planet ending entity called Grootfall so Grootfall is huge and it, it will the seed or whatever will land on the planet and take it over with vines and wood, right? Like it, his things will, and it'll take over the whole planet. It's like a Galactus, except it terraforms the whole planet, but it kills everything. Right. So he doesn't know why that happened and can't control it. And it just, we don't know. Cause we can't, we can't. Yeah. So the team, um, is trying tries to follow Grootfall and extract the people from the planet before it gets taken over. And this movie or this issue has a really I don't want to say crazy ending, but it's not a twist, but it's a it's a crazy end to it. I don't know. I guess you'd have to you'd have to read it. I don't want to spoil it. You should read it. It's only three issues in. Issues in. That's that's doable. That's feasible. This is the third issue. I'm, you I'm know. Try. And like the first issue is very western themed. Like it's like a wild west kind of themed thing. And even even Peter Quill's costume is wild west themed. I think I remember the first issue, like when it was being solicited. I, I remember seeing it. And I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> so they're going space cowboy there. <laughs> For for Peter specifically, for yeah. Drax, Drax is like a barbarian. He's kind of Viking kind of looking. He has like a fur pelt. Nice. He's just but the, the team is Peter. Not Rock. I don't think Rocket's on the team for some reason. I don't think. So it's Peter, Gamora, Nebula, Mantis, Drax. I think it's the five. But the previous run or the run before that. I mean, Nova was on the team. Beta Ray Bill was there. Like, like it was very superheroes, superheroes in space sort of thing. Like an expanded roster. So you just find the run that works for you for Guardians. The only Guardians that I've read is um, a couple of years back when they did the whole Infinity Wars thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where and, Gamora uh, is like, it, because guy. Gamora, yeah. Yeah, um, and there was like a a one shot with the, the the guardians, and then after that, that's when 
the new team came up, which is the one that you're talking about, which yeah. it was like a whole it was a whole thing of who's the new Guardians of the Galaxy. But yeah, so it would have been after that. That run after that. Um did, trying you, to... did you read did you read Titan? Uh Titan? No. No. Okay. I was gonna ask what you thought of that one. It's just it's basically Titans is the new Justice League book, right? So, oh, did you Titans. Read number one. Oh, out? why did I think Titan? Because I got confused. The submarine is called Titan. I was just like, I thought Attack on Titan. I was like, uh, Titan AE. Yeah. But yes, no, I did read Titans too. Yeah. Do you like it? Do you think? I, I'm having trouble getting into Beast Boy's character in this. He's not Beast Boy. He's getting angry. And I understand why he's getting angry in this issue. It's because of the trauma, just, right? Right. It's just like very uncharacteristic. I don't know. Yeah. Like, Beast Boy is interesting. Like he's he's written a couple of different ways. I personally like celebrity Beast Boy. Like I like Beast Boy in like Young Justice, the cartoon, mm-hmm. where he's a celebrity, but he's also like a, a wisecracking kind of kind of kid um so yeah i mean yeah this one's a little bit different that being said you know, like, like what they're trying to capture in this like, yeah his his costume looks like the one from young justice uh mm. and there are times where he does he's just wisecracking but i don't know when when they try to make him like very serious i just it doesn't hit yeah I don't well know. you remember in young justice when he gets he gets uh, depression yeah yeah <laughs> you didn't like him in there either huh did not like him in that i get it because yeah. it would have been fine and like obviously this is not like how i feel about people in real life but like yeah. in a show it's like they they dragged that on for yeah. so so many episodes that it just by the yeah. time they got to that climax it was like okay finally let's get this over with right but, yeah so. i'm with you i like fun loving beast boy personally yeah the yeah. story itself, I don't know. I think it's still trying to find what the story is. We got Brother Blood. We got future crimes happening that you need to solve. Right. It's just, Which I think I, I think that's cool. People were complaining like that, that like Wally West died, but it's not. It's future Wally West. He came back in time, yeah. right? Like I like the Flash thing, but the whole Brother Blood thing. I'm like, this is the problem with movies. You try to put too many villains into one movie, and you're mm-hmm. gonna have a bad movie you're you're just this is your first book this is your first art just have one thing happen who's, you don't who's the other it. villain what's that who's the other villain uh brother blood or no brother I blood guess, and who's the other one the the whole the whole mystery of why oh who blood, murdered you know who Wally. murdered because it's probably it, it might, brother blood <laughs> right it, it might it might end up being the same thing but as yeah. of right now you got two different things and then you also have the whole dynamic of well, one thing I really loved about this issue was Corey and um, what's her name? Donna. Donna, thank you, Troy. Uh, they didn't have a petty little fight over who gets to command what. They yeah. talked it out, and it was just a, such a sweet talk. Especially Corey, like if you're the leader, I'm I'm following, you know. And I like that, that. was great. That was very mature. That was there was no unnecessary drama i guess you could say and that was that was great you know what hurt me in this issue i just realized this happens you know what hurt me What's that? the orangutans man <sighs> what 
you remember? So so everything's burning, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And Beast Boy turns into an orangutan and he's trying to save the other orangutans. And they're like, Beast Boy, you gotta get out of there. And he's like, I can't leave them behind. And then yeah. it cuts to the next scene, and he's like, he's carrying the one he saved, and there's just skeletons. I did not see that. Yo, yeah. I need to go back. He didn't to save it. he didn't save it. It's so sad. He saved the okay. baby orangutan, but the other ones, they're let burned me, to let skeletons. Me, let me go ahead and take my foot out of my mouth, retrace my what I said. It, it makes sense of why uh, Beast Boy was so mad yeah. in this issue. Like, I understood why he was mad. I did not see that, the background, I guess. I guess yeah. I was just flipping through the pages. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go back and, and look at that. Yeah. It, it it's it's pretty sad. Uh well, because in this issue, he's like, we have to save the animals. Like, yeah. like when oh, they're yeah, like, it's on fire, we have to like like because people I think are like, okay, it's a forest fire. Okay, are people injured? Are people hurt? But like, yeah. you know, because I, I don't know, I never see the Justice League go in and save the animals. Justice League help people, yeah, but like they're not there to like evacuate the animals beast boy is different animal animal man beast boy vixen yeah they save the animals right i will say even donna troy was like saying like if you want to be an environmentalist uh terrorist this is the place to go because of it's like the heart of the earth one of the heart of the earth or whatever yeah the lung i think the earth's lung or something yeah she she's kind of into that aspect as well but no beast boy didn't even wait for her command she's like i'm going in yeah. I'm gonna go save these animals here. So yeah. yeah. I mean, he's been going through trouble though before that, right? This just adds more things. Yeah. Cause when he turned in the first issue, he turned into a, a mouse or a gerbil or something in his sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Remember? He's having nightmares. Yeah. yeah. It's sad. And I don't I don't know what's going on there because they either they haven't told us or they're trying to allude to the whole trauma of being shot in the eye <laughs> with Deathstroke and having to be combined with Cyborg which that which, was what yeah that was there. weird like they just never talked about it ever. it so was really confusing Titans on. Academy messed everything up yeah and then like if that is the trauma then why is Cyborg fine like Cyborg doesn't even have a little bit of anything and he's just yeah. like hey, yeah that happened cool anyways yeah <laughs> back to my life so, the Titans Academy yeah, stuff it, was weird. I'm just not a fan of that. Yeah, the only good thing about Titans Academy was Red X, and even that was kind of that was so dumb. Also, uh, who do you think? Who do you think Red X? Before we move on, who do you think the real Red X is? Because in the same, like you flip the page, there's the reveal of who Red X is, and then the page, the next page is he's not the real Red X. I am. Someone <laughs> like, trained him. Yeah. What? Yeah, someone trained him, and just like the kid I, I in, in that it. same issue, he was like, "Dick Grayson, you're my father." And then a couple panels later, "I'm not your father." <laughs> like, why would you? What's the point of this big reveal? You remember that? So who is who is uh, now? I'm just remembering everything bad about Science Academy. Who was the guy that was like super powerful that people kept thinking he was like a Kryptonian, but he's not Kryptonian? Oh. Who was that? Who was that? What was the point of his story? Well, I forget. I, that, there's no origin. There. There's just, hey, I'm somebody, and then forget about me. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember that guy. 
I mean, I remember who, but I don't remember who you're talking about. Um, the Academy, man. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad, bad book. Yeah. Um. Um. We got to do like ten second blurbs. All right. Um. You didn't read X Force, right? I did not. All right. X Force Forty One. I thought you know it's good if you like X Men stuff. It's 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 an alternate future. They keep traveling to the future because Beast has taken over essentially because beast is bad right now so um there's that um um did you read avengers 2 i did i liked it it was a little different it reminded me of civil war 2 a little bit you know i was like getting some flashbacks because captain marvel but Mm. uh in the end i I like the the storyline and and what's going i am interested to see what kang is up to or what he's trying to warn us about so i i like bad thing i like that like the premise that like king tells them there's going to be a thousand deaths i will essentially give you i'll tell you where these deaths will happen so you can stop them from happening he's, you not, save even a thousand people to hide. he's not even like trying to hide the pettiness he's like if i can't win nobody can win like right i'm not gonna let him win right so and right. one of my favorite parts about the, like the Avengers in this book, the each of the Avengers has like access to a future tragedy event that's going to happen. So um, each one goes and prevents it one by one. And one of my favorite parts was Captain America with uh, yes, Sam. like it with was the bus like, driver. Yeah, everyone else is having like this huge thing. They're they're stopping a train. They're taking down these armed uh, thugs or whatever. And then Captain America is just like this bus driver or truck driver, truck driver was uh was delivering uh medical supplies and he's getting sleepy so he was going to take some drugs and, and to try to stay awake and uh in between that he was going to crash and kill like what 40 people in 43 a bus people accident? in a bus yeah 43 and all it was was captain america saying hey man just get in the passenger seat i'll drive you get some rest and that like Saving lives doesn't have to be amazing every single time. It doesn't have to be this huge thing. It's as simple as get, take a nap. I think it's it's taking a nap. It's also not punching that guy out. Like they're not saying yeah. like I'm gonna punch you out, man. For even it's not that guy's it fault. Be action. Yeah, that guy was trying to do a good thing, but he felt would in the future he would fall asleep at the wheel and kill the people accidentally. Um, yeah. But then also, just the added cherry on top is that Sam Wilson didn't say. Look, wait here. That's it. Like, just don't do it. He's like, don't do it. I will drive. Like, Sam Wilson is willing to do a blue collar job. Yeah. And he's like, let me tell you about me, me paying my uh, college, uh, how I paid my college, right? Yeah. College. He's like, so he's being a good guy. Like, it's just literally such a small act. And, And that's kind of what it's saying is that even the small acts of, of heroics are still a, a huge impact. It's you something know, to, that Steve would do, Kane. and it's something that yeah. Sam would do. That's what makes Captain America to me. It isn't the powers, right? It's what you do. I think that's important. People think that the powers make Captain America, and that doesn't make any sense, because then you would say, you know, Juggernaut would be in line bef- uh, to be Captain America before Sam Wilson, if, if powers matter over the heart. I agree with that. Yeah. It doesn't, you know? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, you agree with Juggernaut? Yeah, yeah Juggernaut's definitely. Imagine the uh, the whole uh, shield on his chest. Yeah. 
or the shield on his head. Like it's a star at the top and it's like like that. And he rams people like that. That's actually kind of cool. I wouldn't be surprised if there was an alternate universe. Yeah, it's a 1610-3. That's that's the universe where that happened. You're just counting from 1610s. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, Avengers number two. uh, I liked it. I liked it. Um, You didn't read Scarlet Witch Annual number one, right? I did. Yeah, that was good. I, yeah. I, I liked it. I really like uh, the art. Is it Sarah Pacelli? Is she doing that? The art, it's, it's the art is too good. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. It's too good. It is good. It's very good. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why does why is Darcy looking like that? Why why is anyone like? There's that I, shot where like Scarlet Witch changes into her like human outfit. Mm-hmm. Agatha yeah. is now young and hot, and I'm not complaining, <laughs> but like, why? She used to just be this old lady, but now she's like. And she's calling herself the old aunt and stuff. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. What are you Oof. talking about? No. Uh, yeah, so the art is really good. Is and really the story, and again, the story is fun. It's all it's it's setting up the contest of chaos, which yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. It's just another event on top of events. But I don't think so, it's a big, big event. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Contest of Chaos... Like it's gonna be, is it a multi... Like it's going to be an annual event. Um, kind of like the the Infinite... Whatever, Infinite Destinies from a couple of years back. That was an event that only happened in the annual book. So across that year's annual book. Mm. So that's what this looks like. It's like Escape be. from Dimension Z or whatever. You remember that one where X-Men, Captain America... There was like a Dimension Z uh, crossover. I think I read event. that. Oh, no, Negative yeah, Dimension. It was like the Negative Zone. Escape from the Negative Zone. That's what it was. I've never read no. that. But yeah, so sometimes the, the annuals will have like a crossover yeah. event. So there was also a Dr. Octopus related one that I forget. Arms, yeah. the Arms of the Octopus. But I'm with you. What I'm trying to say is like sometimes the annuals link up. And it's like one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only I've only experienced that with the Infinite Destinies, which was like a year, maybe two years ago. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like I like the fact if this is an event that's only through annuals, I like that because it's not like yeah. in your face. It's not forced. It's probably not going to even matter. Uh, and you could buy the trade later if you want to. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You don't because well, that's the thing. Annuals don't items. always matter. That's also the thing. You know. Uh, yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a way to make. Um, it. One. Yeah. Uh, real quick, give me some. Give me some of the quick blurbs about like the the books that you read. Uh, other ones. Saga sixty five was pretty good. It's it's a emotional gut punch as usual with with saga. Have you ever read any of the saga? Uh, what? I've only read a couple issues. I've yet to like fully dive into it. Once you once you fully get into them, you'll see that every arc has like those gut wrenching yeah. uh, issues. And for this one, this was one of them. Uh, there's definitely things that happen in it. Uh, Miles Morales, that was a good book. Um, Except I don't like this suit. crossover. We got the new suit, but somebody did say I saw a comment, and I really like this comment. Is this is the issue that Kamala should have died? Um, this Spider Man in this Spider Man mm. issue because. It would have been more impactful, and I believe that Carnage could kill Kamala, and and yeah. Kamala would have done like a, a a heroic sacrifice, and not just a oh damn I got stabbed in the back 
sacrifice. Like, and she has a a, a friendship uh, with Miles and she has, that borders uh, very on very close, very close. It borders on like romantic. I think sometimes. they tried, or like I think they mentioned it, and they were like, "Well, no, let's just stay yeah. friends." Like, yeah, it's it's all. But they're was. cute. I I I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing them get together. But yeah, I would not but, mind it. No, not at all. But they mean something to each other. To Peter, but, Kamala nothing. doesn't mean anything to Peter. Peter holding the the mask. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, but yeah, no. So someone put a comment like that. This is the one. If you're gonna kill her off, this is where you should have killed her off. And 100 yeah. percent agree. Um, I also read Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which is uh, 109. Yeah. yeah, 109. It's the beginning of a a new storyline called The Darkest Hour. Um, a lot of cool things we're seeing, like Zordon's real body. We're seeing uh, Zed in a Power Ranger suit. We're seeing. Him go up face to face with uh, Rita, and she's powered up in something. Uh, we got a new Green Ranger, so okay. like it's it's a bunch of cool things happening in it. Yeah, um, and we do have a a cat Blue Ranger. I don't know. Is that from the Omega? That's the Omega, yeah, yeah, right? That's the Omega Ranger, and I yeah. say cat, but it's like a it's like a mountain lion, alien sea lion, right? Yeah, huge cat. Yeah, and then finally, uh, Hollow the Hollow's Eve is finishing that story with uh, uh, Janine trying to get to uh, Ben Riley. And I care nothing just, about them. Is there I, a reason I should be reading Hollow's Eve? Next question. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> just like, there you go. Yeah, no, it, it is what it is. I, I thought I would like Janine um, as a character from, from what she was doing, but the more she gets into like, I'm trying to do the good thing, but it keeps leading me to the bad path. It's not believable anymore. It's like, no, it's just right. It's just not. It, it is a, it is a story, but I don't recommend it. Not because okay. it's horrible. It's just like it's just not gonna change your life or anything. Okay. You're not gonna right. have a good time. Um, the only other book that I didn't get to talk about is Superman number five. It's been amazing. It, we're in the we're in a Superman renaissance right now. Um it's just good. Superman's good. I don't know what to say. Like, uh, it's on issue five. Jimmy Olsen's dating Silver Banshee. It's a crazy issue. This is a crazy issue. You want me to tell you what happens? Okay. So the villains of this are villains that seem to have something against Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is in prison, but he talks to Clark Kent uh, slash Superman through superhearing. Like, he'll speak and Clark will just listen. And, like, Lex is like, I know you can hear me. This is what you got to do. So they're kind of working together. And Lex supposedly wants to do good, but he has these villains that seem to be out for Lex. And these villains like augment Parasite, and then they augment Silver Banshee against her will. And Silver Banshee takes out Superman's super hearing. So for a day or two or three, he said like it'll heal, but like he doesn't have super hearing. He has regular hearing. That squad of villains that we've never seen before, they're called like Graft and Pharma, I think. Uh, they knife Lex in jail as Lex calls out to Superman to save him. It is so good. Like, because oh, no. Lex is like, I don't know if you can hear, like, and he gets he gets knifed and then like shivs, like prison shivs. And he's on the ground bleeding saying, Superman, save me. And Clark is having fun at a concert, like for the first time. Oh. Does uh, Lex know that that Superman lost his hearing or super hearing? No. no. 
Nah. Damn, that's crazy. That sucks. Because I was about to say, well, we've already had Lex try to be a good guy. We've already seen him in the whole suit and everything. But this isn't going to help him think any better of Superman. So it's going to either drive That's him back true. into You're, the you're evil. seeing it from an angle of like, oh, he let me die. He let me die. He knows that I'm suffering and he's just yeah. letting me die. Superman yeah. is not a good guy. So that might I don't happen. know whether they're going to go back down that route, but it makes like, like sympathetic, that. right? Yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, at the at, in the lowest moment, he is just like anybody else, and he's calling for Superman to help. And unfortunately, though, he's not coming. He's, he's having a which good is time, man. wild because the pride that Lex has and the pettiness that Lex has, I never thought I would see like Lex ask for help. Right? Ask for help. Yeah, exactly. That's what makes me think that I would go down that route of you let me down in my moment. of yeah that i needed you the most the one time i asked for your help you didn't give it to me yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly it's good that's pretty interesting it, this is a good like this is a good run all the all the superman books are good right now i'm gonna say i'm not reading any of the superman books uh but the action comics one yeah i'm very i'm very tempted to because i like the idea of him like adopting those two kids uh and then i saw the cover of man of tomorrow uh today yeah <laughs> with uh with Superboy like kind of like staring down like a whole bunch of like a fleet of ships or something. Yeah. And it's just whoever did that art, beautiful. Like that was so that the was books right now are action comics, which deal with the Superman family, Steelworks, which is uh John Henry Irons and Natasha Irons. Then we have The Adventures of Superman, Jonathan Kent, which is John Kent's book. Then we have Superboy Man of Tomorrow. Then we have Superman. I don't think Supergirl Supergirl doesn't have her book as of yet. But Power Very Girl stunning. Power Girl I think is getting an ongoing or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, um it's I mean and then Superman and Lois is really good. Like this season I have yet to watch any of it. Any of Me it? Too. Oh. Uh, it takes I, Superman back to basics. <laughs> That's like he, it's back to basics, Superman. It's about Superman with a good heart. It's about Superman as a father. The best thing DC ever did was give Superman a son. Yeah. And in that show, he has two sons. In the comics, he has one. So you have like, to ignore one for the other one. Got it. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to say one way or another. But like you, you watch what you watch the damn show, and so we could talk about it. But I need to. Yeah. I mean, you want me to tell you the big thing that happens in this season of Superman and Lois? Sure. I won't remember <laughs> like, by the time gets, I get to it. Lois gets cancer. And the whole season is about her. Like Superman can't save her. Right. right. So it's just about her going through her treatments. It's about her My being God. like, look, I could die. That's just how it is. It's amazing. I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's, amazing. it's yeah, been good. So you're, you're just like me. If it's emotional, it's going to it's going to be up there. But, no, like, when, when has that been explored before, right? Like, people are always like, oh, Superman just goes back in time and saves Lois. Lois has cancer. There's nothing you can do. Man. I'll watch it. Fine. <laughs> that's that's third season, just so you know. Third season yeah, is cancer. Yeah. But okay. but for the first two seasons, they're, they're great. You know, there are moments that drag, but still stick through it it's it's a it's just yeah. a tv show you know so it's gonna have its highs and its lows but as a whole it's really good um 
I want to thank you, Manning, so much for coming on the show and taking time out of your day to be here. Um, where can we find you online? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Uh, I am on uh, Instagram, um, Manny Reads Comics. Uh, recently, I've just been doing like my books of the month, like how many books I read, um, what were my top 10 for that month, what was my favorite panel, what was my favorite cover. So I'm not I'm not really posting too much, but it is a monthly monthly thing. But yeah, Manny Reads Comics. All right. All right. Um, for anyone out there who's watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the King Show or youtube.com slash the King Show. If you are listening to us via podcast, it's wherever you get your podcast from. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Um, you find us pretty much anywhere that way. Uh, if you're on social media, TikTok and Instagram are two biggest ones, at The Keeg Show. Uh, you can also find us at The Keeg Show or slash The Keeg Show on uh, Twitter, on Facebook, pretty much any social media platform. We're at The Keeg Show slash The Keeg Show anywhere. So just find us there. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know you're out there. Write a review. Uh, it's always cool that you guys watch uh, this show. You guys listen to this show. But let us know you're out there. Say hi. Give us five stars. You know, support the show. Uh, if you want to support the show further, um, you can go to patreon.com slash the King Show and find a subscription tier. Uh, it helps us with our advertising budget, So, which is near nothing. Um, but uh, that's... That's what we do. So patreon.com slash the Keeg show. If you want to give back to the Keeg that way, if you want to find comic shops near you, go to comicshoplocator.com to find your local comic book shop. Not all comic book shops are created equal. So find one that you vibe with, find one that accepts you, find ones that give you recommendations and don't judge you for it. You know, um, there are a lot of good comic shops out there. Support the ones that are good. Um, um, there are a lot of comics out there. That's what the comic talk, uh, comic talk is all about. We do comic talk every Thursday uh, from five uh, at five o'clock uh, Pacific time, eight o'clock Eastern. Um, but we also have other shows that we do. We just started the Secret Invasion after show that we do Wednesday nights at ten p.m. Pacific. Uh, we also have the Geek Talks that we do every weekend about a different geek topic every Geek Week. This Saturday, um, the twenty fourth, we're going to do Pride in Comics. Uh, which is about LGBTQ plus representation in comics. Um, and uh, so if that interests you, uh, stay tuned. That'll be on Saturday, June 24th. Um, other than that, doing a lot of a lot of cool stuff. San Diego Comic-Con's coming up, so definitely stay tuned for what we got planned for that. That's pretty much the gist of things. Thank you guys so much uh, for hanging out. Thank you, Manny, so much for being on the show. Uh, once again, um, I am your host, uh, Dimitri Pereira. And this has been Comic Talk for June 22nd, 2023. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Super strong or super